guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Teacher Cast. My name is Hayley, I'm a second year PME student and I set up this podcast to have some really interesting conversations with different people across education in Ireland. And if you if you don't mind, I would love if you actually gave this podcast a rating now on Spotify and also as well throughout this episode you'll be able to engage in some questions or polls on this episode with the lovely Jason Gwilgatings. How are you today, Jason? I am fantastic and honoured to be on this amazing podcast. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm so happy to have you on and you know Jason like I've been following you on Instagram I think since day one since you set it up and I suppose I know so much about you and for anyone who doesn't know who you are maybe if you want to share your Instagram and share maybe how we know each other yeah so my Instagram it's things and I things with a z um, yeah I don't know why I just came up with it one day I was like yeah this looks right just you know it's catchy um but yeah, I studied New York, Wilga and International Development in Minute um, in 2017. I know you went there. Yeah, like myself. <laughs> um, we would have, well, I actually would have graduated, I think, the year you started, which is kind of scary. <laughs> I was scary, considering we're in the same course now, which is crazy to think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that we're almost the finish line as well. Yeah, totally. Um, so you, you did your undergrad and did you go straight into the master's then? Because obviously, if anyone doesn't know, me and Jason, we, we do Hibernia together. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't take any break. Um, I went straight from my undergraduate into my master's, which, you know, a lot of people usually take some kind of break um, for obvious reasons. But yeah. no, I didn't. I went straight into uh, the master's course. Yeah, I find that interesting because, like me myself, I, I like I never in- anticipated that I would take a break. Um, you know, finishing my undergraduate degree, but do you know what? Looking back now, I think it was the best thing I did because not only did I mature and grow, uh, you know, professionally, but also as well with the pandemic. Like, oh my God, it w- it was my absolute chance to go. So, like when I think back, like you know, to when I went and from two thousand and seventeen to two thousand and nineteen, I was quite blessed in the sense that none of my travel was ever you know you know uh, what's the word rescheduled or anything yes that's so lucky oh what things i would do to go like just to travel now yeah i'd say so so like how are you feeling now like we're we're gonna be graduating jay in a few months um how are you feeling about it and like are you gonna be looking for jobs or like what are your plans you may not even know because like myself i'm like taking it month by month at this stage honestly same like i'm just trying to get to the next day at this point but um, part of me, like I always have to plan ahead. I've always been like that. I always have to know like what I'm doing in advance. Yeah. Um. So I do want to work next year. Yeah. Um. I don't want to a my job. I want to hopefully get my dream hit done yeah. in my first year. Lovely. Um. Just to get it over and done with. Um. You know, suss out a few more schools. See what's out there for me. Um. Which schools like appeal to me personally? Yeah. And yeah, that's that's my that is my plan. Um, hopefully for this summer is to try and get a job which is scary to think like like I'm only 21 and like I'm getting oh a job oh my god baby <laughs> Jason that's so young 22 soon oh when, when's your birthday April April okay so like you're you're gonna be you know maturing getting into <laughs> your dream job and everything is just gonna work out for you so well so I suppose um is there any like ideal class like from right now like this might change after your advanced school placement is there any dream class that you would love to have next year because I get asked this all the time and I'm like 
I actually don't know. I do have like a soft spot for the senior end, but I'm going to have junior infants for like the full block of my advanced school placement. Now we like hope yeah. right now it's going ahead, but you know, things may yeah. change, but who knows about that. But um, yeah, cause like we're recording this still in January and I don't anticipate this episode will go live until near mid to end February. Cause I have some guests lined up already. Um, so thanks yeah. so much to anyone who's tuned into those previous episodes. Yeah. But like, is there any class that you like, you know, right now would say, oh, I just would love to teach this age. I've always said third and fourth class. Um, yeah. There's there's many reasons. Now that could change because like yourself, I've never, like I haven't worked in the junior end and I will be the same as you in ASD. <laughs> um, so advanced school picks. Yeah. So it's, it's the first time for everything. And, you know, my opinion could change then. Yeah. Um, but I do have experience in every other class. Mm-hmm. And I can confidently yeah. say that, you know, third and fourth class have been my favourite from subbing, from uh, school placements. Yeah. And... They're just, you know, they're at a good age. Like you can get on with them. You can have the crack. And they're not too immature. Yeah. Um, and they're not also too cool, you know, for school at that age either. Yeah. So I definitely think that that age appeals to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. How, you don't know, do you? I, I love the senior end. Like, I love, like, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. But, like, if I got to choose just from my set, my second school placement I had six class and I absolutely loved it and I suppose it leads on to um you know what we're going to be chatting about our topic for discussion which is kind of embracing Gaelga because you know you have a huge passion for Gaelga Jay like it's so obvious from your Instagram like your Instagram's Gaelga things but like you share such valuable knowledge on grammar and stuff but like particularly when I was teaching sixth class I really enjoyed just getting down to basics to be honest um you know and I was very nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like, Gwelga wouldn't be my strongest subject. And I was nervous about teaching Gwelga. And I ended up being inspected twice on Gwelga on SP2. Um, and everything went great, thank God. But like that, um, you know, I feel like there is... Um, this like pre kind of thought that you have like oh I will be so nervous I'm not going to be good enough I'm not going to be able so I suppose if you'd want to maybe share a light on that like I know you have a huge passion for it so like what what advice would you give to someone that's thinking those thoughts maybe going out on their first school placement it's such a you know a common question I also get as well and you know it makes me sad because um you know everyone has a bit of Irish, whether you're at the beginning or, you know, you're advanced, but everyone mm-hmm. has some, well, everyone who, you know, needs Irish for a profession, you do have some Irish. Um, and it's all about confidence and believing in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to expect you to start at, you know, such an advanced, like, you're not going to start at an advanced rate. Um, and especially when you're comparing yourself to others, you think that you have to do this, Yeah, you have to do or be at this level, mm-hmm. whereas you don't. If you are able to, you know, teach the children and make an impact on their lives um, in some way, that's all you need. If yeah. you're able to string a few sentences together, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You have to start somewhere. If you have, you know, only couple of focal, if you're able to string sentences together, you know, it is it is a nerve-wracking time. Um, Irish, you know, it is a very difficult subject for a lot of people. Yeah. But you have to start somewhere. You have to build up that confidence by practicing, keeping it up. Mm-hmm. And then you will advance. You will get to that level that you you want to be. 
Yeah. Um, I might have shared this story before on this podcast now. I can't remember because I've had so many episodes out now. But I remember on my second school placement, I was teaching the theme of Bia. And I used to play, um, you know, like word tennis, but I used to play Hila Doga. Yeah, yeah, I never played myself, but I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, it's the best warm-up game ever. So, like, we would have, like, different, like, words for, like, different words of food. So, it could be, like, cockamillish, like, pankoga, um, arashta, like, any loads of words. But um, the students absolutely loved it. And I think for me, um, my Guelga lessons would not have succeeded had I not played so many games. And I know some teachers might say, oh, you know, you can't just base it all around games. But to be honest with you, in my opinion, like you need to be able to speak a language before you you start reading and writing it. Like if we look at the English language, say, you know, like, and I'm not an expert here. This is just from my own opinions and thoughts and from my own practice. Like, you learn to speak English before you start reading it and spelling and writing. So like oral language to me is so important. And like I was in a desh school and their their level of Gwilga, honestly, it was wrong a doe, second class. And like that, I like you were saying there, Jay, like trying to encourage the passion and um, you know, grow their confidence. Like I had a child that came in with a little book and she was like, um, teacher i'm after um you know finding like the words for strawberries and blueberries and sure i hadn't a clue i you know i know my standard ones and the from the ones from all my flashcards but the fact that this child had gone in her own time and studied like to me that's them becoming responsible for their learning which is a huge thing that you're trying to teach in sixth class because they're trying to move on to secondary school and I think that's why I love sixth class so much because it's like you're empowering them to move on to an, their next journey in their in their lives and I I loved school I loved secondary school so to watch them like flourish into that you know becoming responsible and becoming you know their own active um agent in their learning it just it really makes me so happy but Jay, I really can sense um, your passion and I think, um, you know, that can really pass on to others and can really inspire others. So I suppose when did you become passionate about Gwilga? Were you always passionate about Gwilga? Um, and where do you think this comes from? I have to say, and the reason why it's so it's kind of ironic because it came from primary school and that's why. Oh, really? You know, yeah, it's so important like mm-hmm. for primary school teachers to have that you know, passion as well, because if yeah. you're promoting this passion to your students, yeah. you know, they'll they'll want to, like you said, in that case, your case of the strawberries and the blueberries, <laughs> that, girl, that little girl, she went and, you know, did further <laughs> research because of that passion with the games and the, the funness that you brought to the teaching. Yeah. Um, and, you know, right from the get-go, like mainly fifth and sixth class, I have, you know, all these memories with the Irish language and that's where it all started. And mm. um, the same teacher I had for Oh, fifth and sixth class. Wow. And she really, just the way she taught, um, she used it in uh, such a natural way throughout the day. Mm. And that's why, you know, I'm actually doing my thesis on you know, doing, you know, using Irish informally um, throughout the day in a natural way. Love. Yeah, informally. Yeah. And um, that impact, that power, that, you know, that natural love and grasp she had for the language, you know, it, it did impact me. Yeah. And that wanted me to do more. Uh, with the Irish language and learn more and I come from like my, my family no one speaks Irish yeah, <laughs> even did, uh, my siblings that you know went to secondary school and uh, you know college and all that they mm. hated the language they hated the Irish language mm. um, 
And, you know, it is so it didn't come from my family. I'm Agwil. Like, I don't come from a Gael talked region or an Irish region. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, this is all, you know, it came from myself. It's all self-driven. Yeah. And it also stemmed into secondary school where I, I, I begged my parents to go to the Gael talked because I wanted to learn more. Aww. You know, no one asked me. I wanted yeah. to yeah. because of this impact and this passion that the teacher, you know, you know, brought upon me. Yeah. I think that's so interesting and similarly my friend Annabelle I've had her on on an episode and she's doing a PhD um yeah. but like that she wanted to do a PhD because she wanted to do it and like like that she you know was so motivated herself to do it like and I feel like it's so different when you're motivating yourself to do something it's not someone mo- trying to motivate you and that that's a real passion for, to me like I I for for me anyway like just even training as a teacher no one ever said oh you need to go to college oh you need to do this this and this it's all been driven by myself and I think like that if you can inspire pupils in some way and in your case it was Gwilga or and like I'm saying like for any subject in school you know if there's other areas like I know a lot of like people are really passionate about music and that I really think um you know you can make such a difference and I suppose Jay like just on your um, memories from fifth and sixth class like was there any particular like teaching methodologies or strategies that you can remember that your teacher used like was it through games was it through repetition um I know it was used informally throughout the day like was she a Gwilgor herself like do you remember you might not and does she know that you've such a passion for Gwilga today I'd love to know (laughs) This is really funny because I it's I went back to my local school like two weeks oh. ago and she's still there and I was like oh it was just so weird seeing them yeah. like me as well as equally you know it's weird for them to see me yeah totally um, it'd be like you seeing one of your pupils like what honestly like, you must feel so old yeah <laughs> but yeah no I didn't tell her because I you know I didn't want to just give her too much yeah um, but. The teaching methodologies or the activities that, you know, kind of sprung this passion were definitely just, again, using games. That was definitely, you know, definitely something that impacted me, just using, you know, nice games that, you know, before the teaching of Irish in a fun way, you know, you want to participate, you want, you're motivated to learn, you're, um, you know, invested in the the lesson, Mm. but also just not only games, you know, she used books that, you know, we were able to read. We didn't read things that we weren't able to read that, you know, we were able to read, you know, I think it's 90% of the, the book you were able to read that by yourself and it, the 10% is a new knowledge. It was aimed at your level. Exactly. Like she understood us and um, she she made it from a way to, um, you know, definitely make us, uh, like you learn Irish in the, the, the way that it should be taught. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is you mentioned English uh, and how English is taught uh, a few moments ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, the difference between English is taught, or how English is taught, and how Irish is taught is completely different. Yeah. And that's why I personally think there is a fear about the Irish language because it's not taught in the same way as English. Because myself and you, we can speak English fluently, yeah. no broader. Yeah. But what is, why is there an issue with the Irish language? Um, it's because it's not taught the same way. You know, yeah. it's not taught in a successful way. But it's not, English. you're it, not fully immersed as well exactly it's all to do immersion as well yeah Yeah. there's so many reasons for it um but yeah definitely the passion came from um the way it was integrated throughout the day or you know 
systems that it was using formally and the games and um, the methodology as well. Yeah, I'm sure there's other reasons that I can't really think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I totally hear you. So I suppose like we're the two of us are, you know, in the same cohort. We're both doing we're both doing our masters at the moment. And I suppose um, what advice would you give to someone that's starting out in a PME or starting a PME or looking to get into a PME and how they can embrace the Irish language. I, I get asked this all the time. Hey, do you have any tips on improving my Gaelga? I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it, I, 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 I don't know. Like, it, it's, yeah. it depends on you. It depends on, you know, do you want to spend money on, um, you know, in, in, you know, in, in, what's the word? Improving your Irish. Oh, or like, do you want to listen to podcasts? Do you want to join Kirkle Coraz? Do you want to go, you know join walking groups i know moon tour nicole she's also in our cohort i know she joined a walking group or coffee morning group where she met up with all these Gael Gaelgors and they you know drank tea and ate biscuits mm. and spoke Gaelga. i mean there's all these different ways but is there anything else jay that people could do honestly like you've touched on a lot of things that i do recommend like the pod, mm. uh, podcast um you know the Kirk and Cora. i know jen and alan have a brilliant free uh, that if you know if you're not going to that you know why not like it's free it's you know free. two brilliant people yeah um and for anyone listening that doesn't know who Jem and alan are maybe if you want to share <laughs> just, I, I guess it's assume um so Gemma and alan are both primary school teachers um i don't have never met them but i know them personally from instagram yeah uh, to the most loveliest people on um, the platform on Instagram. I'll tag and them they... on this episode, actually. I'll, I'll tag their usernames from, like, people and links mentioned. Um, but, yeah, like that, Gemma's from Galway. She's a Gaelgor. And Alan, I believe, is from Kilkenny. I've not met Alan. I, I hope I didn't get that wrong. <laughs> He's from <laughs> Kilkenny, the four-eyed teacher on Instagram. Um, and the two of them, they run a free Kirkukora. Like, this is huge. Like, they give up their free time to chat to teachers. And I suppose, uh, I suppose like, Jay, people listening to this, they might not um, know anybody on this Zoom call. This could be huge. This could be so daunting. But what I would maybe recommend is bring a friend. The two of you go together. What do you think? Honestly, honestly not. And, like, you know, I was one of those people, and this is how I learned Irish. And, you know, you might get something from this, you might not. Mm. But I, how I learned Irish was, um, you know, say, for example, I was studying for a team, like in particular, COP, I'm sure. Okay. Mm. I would, and I've said this many times, and I got loads of people like laughing at me, but like, you know, this, this worked for me. Mm. But I literally talk to myself in the mirror. I have conversations, like on the interviewer and the, the person who's interviewing um myself so mm. I'm, I'm asking a question and i've answered the question mm. and i'm not learning the paragraphs out by heart mm. i'm not this is before looking at any research or yeah. you know big paid of the things that I'm, I'm trying to learn what i'm trying to say yeah i'm just going off my head okay i'm saying this i can say this and you know it can't, kind of gives you a confidence boost because mm. you you know a lot more than you think so say what you know in your head so for example i remember studying for my irish oil in third year for my final or oral in your yeah. and one of the questions i was trying to study for was you know how were you did you cope or lockdown or things like that yeah. and i was trying to say a sentence to do with you know i i have like a checklist with in my calendar or something like that and i was able to say every single word in that sentence except for a uh, calendar 
So was I upset? Absolutely not. What did I do? I went to folklore. I looked up what calendar was, which is Fedira. And oh, yeah. I was able to integrate that. Into, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you learn these kind of things. Yeah. But, you know, the point I'm trying to make is I didn't have to learn off a whole spiel, a whole you know page on Cotton Fimeshire or mm. on, you know, whatever, coping with uh, a lockdown. I just looked up that one word. You know, that's one word I didn't know, but now I know it. And yeah. that's, that was my new learning. Um, I'd probably so make up something yeah. like Lahanoch Data or something like a page page <laughs> date. <laughs> like put, shoving words would, together. Yeah, confidence. Yeah. But like you have to make do with the language <laughs> that you have and just try. Like trying is a huge thing. That's, like, that's yeah. I suppose like put even... Definitely put yourself out there. Yeah. Like I even in school, like I hear students like, oh, teacher, I can't do that. This is too hard. But it's like, I can't do that yet it's all this like negative talk and I've talked about this briefly and I I need to have a podcast episode where I really talk about negative self-talk and how that can really impact students you need to have self-belief and I think that's really important with Gwilga do you agree no I I I totally agree with you Hayley yeah yeah I suppose um throughout the PME Jay how um how have you uh kept up your Gwilga you know, the reason why I started my Instagram was for that reason. Oh, well, okay. one of my reasons. Um, you know, another reason was because I noticed that a lot of people in my regional group, they struggled with Irish. And I was like, oh, I have this advantage. I actually, you know, have a degree in Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, you know, I have this passion for Irish. Yeah. Because initially, I'm sure you remember that I started uh, my previous page as Moonshare Jason, where, yeah. you know, I was just posting random Stop. things about... Uh, like the PME but it's now more so um you know targeted to the Irish language yeah um but yeah I did start it and for that reason to keep up my Irish language mm-hmm. and you know all those rules I'm posting about I don't know every single one of them mm-hmm. you know I don't remember every single one so going over them it actually really helps me it's like flashcards in a form it actually is mm-hmm. and I remember actually like you know say if I'm going to do an essay or when we had our essays for you know Gwilga, yeah. I'd go to my page because I knew I had a rule based on that. I didn't have to go to the book. It was kind of my little diary or my, Aww. you know, my little book. <laughs> it's great that. to have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, um, you know, uh, Moon Tour Claude, I've had her on, on an episode on my podcast. Uh, she talked about her preconceptions of school placement one. But I love her page as well because she shares words like on block like if you go onto her instagram page like yeah. the aesthetic is so it's so minimal minimalistic and she just puts like cool like cool fuck up basically like it, words that are just very like um i suppose like would contemporary be the right word or very modern no i agree um, no i i, I know Mita Claude, i've seen it i follow her and you no know, i agree like there's only like the little words and like you're saying there's a very minimalistic um kind of approach to it yeah but it's like you know it's a new word per week or per uh, month i don't know the schedule of it but um yeah no i agree um definitely effective with in that sense um yeah. now i put a lot of time into like you know making them visual because yeah. i think i think you can agree with this but i think having like visual aids in the classroom mm-hmm. you know on your instagram it's so effective to whoever's learning whether that's children whether it's adults having visuals is you know extremely important i'm definitely a believer i advocate of visual aids yeah totally um just 
I suppose we get questions all the time, Jay, about the PME, and maybe we could do a whole other episode on this. Um, because like the PME is huge; it's two years of your life. Um, yeah. I suppose we're coming up to the end almost which is crazy to think because i feel like i just started um but what has been like the easiest or the most challenging aspect of the course for you yeah so it's a difficult um situation to think of the easiest because it is intense now going into it i knew it would be intense mm-hmm. um but it definitely exceeded or exceeded even my expectations of being more challenging than i thought i think you maybe can agree with me in that yeah um yeah, we did. We had our, you know, you know, it's going to be hard, but I, just, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't think the content is hard. I just think it's the sheer amount of content. That's just it. Yeah. Um, and as well as that, like, maybe I'll start off with the positive first. That's <laughs> the easiest part. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about what's so hard about our, our lives. <laughs> um, but no, the easiest part I've actually found were like, you know, meeting people and into, like connecting with people, um, whether that's your regional group or setting up a little Instagram page, um, I find that effective and I found it, um, you know, exciting for me because you know if it wasn't for that interaction, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have made it. I would have made it, but I would not have made it as you know effective as I, you know, I have made it. Thankfully, um, yeah. you know, it's nice to have you know a group of people that you can reach out to for support, um. I'm sure you can definitely, you know, totally agree with me on that agree. one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, like, our, our cohort has never actually officially met face-to-face. And, like, me and you, Jay, we've never met, you know. we know. But we've Zoom called so many times through the lockdowns. And, you know, we'd WhatsApp voice note or, you know, we're also class reps, student reps. So we, um, we also have that connection, too. And there's so many layers within a cohort. Um, yeah. And you definitely network across the country. This is not limited to your locality. This is definitely you know, um, a whole country uh, connecting together and Absolutely. sharing ideas, which is fantastic. Um, and I would agree that would probably be the most easiest part. Um, but I do think social media plays a huge role with that as well. It's not just, yeah. um, you know, the WhatsApp. Yeah, and I know like a lot of people beginning to PME, they might, you know, be fearful of starting off an Instagram page. But honestly, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't because yeah. personally, if I had um my in my personal page and you know teach all following all these teachers i find it very like for one like say if you want to get an, an escape from teaching yeah. because sometimes you just want to you know clear your mind don't look at anything yeah it's best you know it's easy for us because we can switch back to our personal yeah. don't go on to our you know our main teaching page mm-hmm. wherever one you can't do it like i know i've heard people saying that you know they they can't really see their friends posts when they post their instagram mm. um posts because you know it gets just so much things coming up and down and um yeah it's just it's nice to clear your mind as well um so honestly like if you are starting to pme um i would encourage you to um you know uh Happy start too. up an instagram page and yeah make those connections because everyone's on the same boat and yeah. um, everyone you know is going to be you know you know skeptical skeptic- Skeptical. Word. Skeptical. <laughs> yeah, yeah that word of like beginning. So definitely put yourself out there and yeah, reach out to people because that's how we met. We we you know uh, saw each other's Instagram pages and we, I knew you were starting to me as well and mm-hmm. here we are. I know. Uh, a year and a half later. It's so weird, <laughs> isn't it? It's it's hard to believe. Um, I suppose a huge 
part of um the masters is school placement and i yeah. like you could have so many like podcast episodes about it and like you know i've covered a bit about you know how school placement compares to reality chat a bit about that with um with alan actually again the four-eyed teacher i I will have mentioned him in the um caption of this episode but um yeah i think uh i think it's huge um i actually had an episode as well with fiona foreman and talk she talks about teacher well-being and you know and she t- she also shares her own experience, like how she started the, you know, in the teaching career before 1999. So like before, like with the old curriculum and just how, you know, busy the curriculum is now. It's so bombarded. It's so time bound. It's so it's overflowing. But I suppose the important thing to mention is how you can integrate subjects which isn't easy and it involves a huge amount of planning and it's exhausting too. But, you know, school placement, it's just another world of its own. I think it goes even beyond the teacher exhaustion levels. It's like, it's overwhelming. You get a brief, you're like, how am I going to do this? You're, you know, trying to get plans ahead. But then what happens if you got sick and then you miss a week and then that plans out the window because the teachers had to take over and then you have to go back and you don't know where the teacher is. And then all your other notes don't make sense. And it's all these and that's just one case scenario. And I'm sure, Jay, you agree. But like, it's just mental. Yeah, it's absolutely mental. So much going on. And as each school placement progresses, it just gets so much more demanding. So yeah. Jay, like what would be your school placement essentials um that you would share or recommend, <sighs> even just to get organized? Definitely soldiers. You know, I you know, I I I would have classified myself as an organized person. I, I do think I'm organized. Mm-hmm. Um I guess you kinda have to be with you know, inspection everything, like you you do have to be. Um but this like the school placements have definitely, you know, informed me that you really do have to be organized with kind of everything with resources planning you do have to be on top of yourself um you know it's better to be three steps ahead of yourself than you know one step that makes no sense but it's better to be ahead of yourself than you know just be on the right um you know average yeah um but um another essential is you know get a good printer (laughs) you know get a good printer laminator you know they're they're really good essentials and you do need them especially with the paperwork involved in hibernia anyway and um, i'm not sure about other colleges but the paperwork is so heavy yeah. that you do need a good printer i love um, my printer it's my baby same. i wouldn't have I, got... I copied you <laughs> do you have the same one as me I, yes. yeah i have the epson eco tank et2711 if anyone's wondering so it's the epson ET2711 if you want to take out your notes and write it down and I got it in Harvey Norman and the ink is so affordable yeah the ink is like 10 euro a bottle for for the black one for the black ink and yeah I've never had to change my coloured ink and if you've looked at my Instagram page I've printed a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah is there anything else Jay that you'd recommend um, you know, this, not, this isn't really a resource, you know, I mentioned, you know, plant folders and um, I'm just pointing towards my printer as if you can see my printer. <laughs> and my, uh, it's laminate. behind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also like a good, you know, 
positive mind, you know, go into where, you know, a good mind, um, you know, be positive about it that, you know, it's going, it is going to be tricky at the start because you're meeting a new class and it doesn't matter your experience, but it's always going to be daunting going into a new class. But, you know, just go into it with a good, you know, positive attitude and, um, you know, make every effort because it's all learning. It's all, I, it's all I found that I grew so much from SP1 to SP2. Same. And with subbing as well, like I, I can't wait to start. Well, you know, this part of me is, you know, excited, nervous, very to ASP, but I'm definitely, you know, excited to bring this like new learning that I have. Um, I definitely feel like I've grown. So yeah, that would be one of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, essential. It's not, it's not really a resource or, you know, something you can bring with you. But, but it's, it's essential to have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think like other things like, you know, like choosing your reward system, all those extra fine details, like you can work on that throughout the placement. It doesn't have to be all done like a million weeks in advance. I think it's best to have like working walls. Um, like I know for me, my Irish, like I have my um, Eshmalari Changa, which is like your modeled language. Is that right, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> your yeah, model no, language. So, like, for example, like Cainclor, Telefishis, Fiarlat. So, you might have the 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 kesht and then you have the answer but like i'll i actually won't have all the uh, model language on the wall i build on it so the wall looks quite bare when i start the topic but by the end they've built up all this language that the children are able to use and talk about that's really important as well that's actually an interesting you know rather than just creating a, a lovely board it's also important to build up on that board and you know it's not just of course it's nice to have like a lovely and presentable board but like you said you're building up on the the language or the mm. um the resources so like you said you don't have to have everything from the get-go build it up because that's you know my my resources were very minimum starting off mm. and now i have no room <laughs> in my bedroom for them yeah like i've i've i my mom's like hey when are you getting this out of our house <laughs> like you need a classroom like asap i'm like i know <laughs> yeah, um, no absolutely Jay, what would be um, some of your classroom tips that you'd have just from your subbing experience, um, particularly maybe your subbing experience, because a lot of, you know, guests that I have had on, you know, are teaching, um, you know, they're teaching their own class. But I suppose as a sub, what classroom tips would you have? My number one tip, and it's always going to be my number one tip, is get to know the children. You know, they're your priority. Um, and you can do that with, I always do the same game and it's always been as effective, like they always want to participate and, you know, it kind of, it's a, a lovely icebreaker between yourself and the children. It's two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can start off by letting, like saying stuff about you. They're find that interesting. You know, you're kind of like, you know, showing them that you're, you can be on their level. You're mm-hmm. a little bit of fun. Um, and you know, it's, it does, definitely does break the ice and it gets to know them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my, I, always do that with something uh, maybe i don't know if you do some kind of ice cream breaker do you i i generally go in do you know like i have I, i'm lost for words <laughs> i'm thinking <laughs> back here like there has not been many times now in the last while where i've had to stand in front of a, of a brand new set of children because i've been yeah. in and out of classes that i kind of have no i kind of know now um but that being said, uh, generally, I kind of crack on with work. I'm probably this big bad wolf that comes in I'm like, yeah, OK, let's get stuff done. Um, I don't really play a get to know you game. Um, 
yeah it's kind of it's kind of a hard one to know like i maybe would do like uh, english with them first do a reading comprehension or get them in their, like you know they might have a reading or, or a story in their books and then ch- talk to them through through that because then they children love to story tell so you're like oh well this happened to me and my cousin and my auntie at the weekend and you're you're then building sure. on it um and generally if i'm taking a question from a child i'll always ask them their name first and I'll keep doing that until I remember their names. And then when I know like a handful of names, unfortunately, they get asked the questions quicker because I know their name. And I'm like, you, the one with the bobbin in their hair, like, you know, or the one with their hand up there. I know your story. You told me a story earlier. Yeah. So I <laughs> yeah, know. No, I, I know it is quite hard. Yeah, it is totally for subbing anyway but like i suppose a tip that i'd have always is to write down the seating plan on an a4 sheet just very quickly i go around the room and i jot down their name like so i'll quickly draw out the floor plan like really quickly and then i'll put their names because so so then when i'm looking if say i'm sitting at the desk and i'm looking i'm like i and i don't know their name i can quickly just look at it on the desk and i'm like oh that's that's so smart oh yeah (laughs) Totally. Never about that one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, is there any resource, Jay, that you can't live without? Resource? Oh, whiteboards. Now, you know, if you asked me this at the um, maybe a few months ago, I would say like maybe like a practical resource. I, you know, I created and I spent a lot of time in. Yeah. Um, whereas from like inspections and you know talking to my classroom teacher. Yeah. You know, a simple whiteboard is so effective, and it yeah. can be used in every single lesson um you know the children are active in their learning they are writing you know they can share knowledge um their own knowledge you can it's assess with so, them exactly and it's such a simple resource yeah. but it's so effective yeah i have um, to agree yeah would you say that's yeah actually today i was like oh students do you have your do you have whiteboards by any chance because like it's just taking forever i'm trying to teach uh two digit times two digit multiplication and yeah. like, i'm trying to teach them like the magic zero and it's all just taking a bit too long and i'm like because they come into a separate room for me if you get me because i'm in third fourth set but i pull out a fourth class if that makes sense yeah, I think that makes sense. yeah. so like i'm like and i don't want them to keep running in their classroom because that's not fair on the class teacher but i was like to take like do you have whiteboards and they're like yeah so um they're gonna bring them in tomorrow and i'm like this is gonna be the best thing ever and they're gonna be literally whizzes at multiplying two di- two digit times two digit numbers by friday because they're gonna have a little little screw do a little test uh, to Ooh. see how they get on yeah um is there any funny teaching moments that you've come across in the last while it's okay if none come to mind one does um okay. <laughs> It's from, it was my last day in SP2. Um, so I keep saying SP, but if people who don't know it, school placement. Um, my second school placement. Um, <laughs> it's my last day and um, I was teaching symmetry and maths. And I, I had the question and I remember, um, you know, I remember actually asking the question and, you know, looking for who had their hand up. Yeah. And this boy in front of me had his hand up. It was an all-boys school. And he said to me, <laughs> I have a suspicion about you, Mr. Macmillan. And I was like, <laughs> right, go on. I hate <laughs> when that happens. I'm like, what are you going to say? <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are you going to say? Yeah. He was like, those people that came in, they were your inspectors and they weren't looking at us. They were inspecting your lessons and you're still in college. <laughs> I was like, 
Okay. Like, first of all, this has nothing to do with maths. Like, it was really funny at the moment because yeah. I didn't know what to say. I was like, you, you, you know, you've cracked me. You've, you know. You've <laughs> yeah. funny. You know who I am now. You figured it exactly. out. Well done. I can leave now. <laughs> literally my last day like nice knowing you yeah well it's yeah. funny you say that because like I was in the school that I'm in now subbing back in September for like six weeks the same bunch of kids and they're like yeah. that they're like um Miss Myers go like are you leaving us again I'm like yeah I have to go and they're like but why do you have to go can we not just ask the principal for you to stay and I'm like oh I would love that but I have to go <laughs> they don't get it you know and that's yeah. totally fine but yeah yeah like I, I actually think because I had sixth class on SP2 you what class did you have on SP2? I had fourth class fourth class yeah like when they're older like they know what's going on and like when they, I had a very small class there was only 16 of them on SP2 um, and that was on a very good day I'd have full attendance so maybe 10 you know Stop. yeah it was quite small but like that I got to know them all so well but when when an inspector came in they were like I, they were like um Miss Myers go they're looking at you and not us right and I'm like I'm like you don't worry I say you try your best and I'll be happy with you <laughs> um yeah. Honestly, it's like a, it was like a little bribe when I knew that inspectors were coming. It's like you do very good in this lesson. You put your hands up. You know we'll get something special after this lesson. <laughs> totally, yeah. Or yeah, this is an appropriate time, but we'll have a chat about that later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hold your thought. Yeah, totally. Jay, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Just about you know Guelga or the PME or any any reassurance that you'd like to give to people before we finish off this episode. Well, yeah, just like, just try your best. You know, I, I mentioned this many times, just try your best, reach out to people. You know, I reach out to so many people if I'm ever stuck and um, still today. Um, you know, if you're, are, are, if you think you're at a low level, mm-hmm. but then start there and work your way up. Yeah. Um, again, it's all about practice. It's all about beginning somewhere and, you know, whatever, have that drive, the same drive, the passion that I had. Um, you can also have because you you know if you are self-driven you'll get it the same way we are here today because we were self-driven to become primary school teachers um, and that will happen in the next few months <laughs> but yeah no, that's really it um, just try your best um, definitely reach out to people mm-hmm, totally Jay is there anything else you'd like to ask me what is your goal or your main goal um, not personal but like kind of professional yeah, your goal for 2022 oh god goals so this is going down rabbit hole because one part of me is like setting up goals is like setting myself up for failure but then i'm like the other hand, <laughs> if, I set, if i set goals i can try and motivate myself um yeah. i suppose my biggest goal this year is to complete my master's and um, and to just know that every assignment that i've submitted i've done my absolute best um, I have given this course and I'm like not just saying this but I've given this course 110 um, percent mm-hmm. I can hand my heart say that and you know I've been very lucky with the supports around me um, you know my family my friends my boyfriend um, they've all been just so supportive and understanding and I think just fair play to us getting through this day through a pandemic like it's not been easy and um, we've trained solely online we have not had any training face to face all of our training in person has been in school so um 
yeah it's like fair play to you know all the teachers graduating this year it's been a rocky journey um and yeah i suppose that's my my main goal um it you know hopefully i get a job in september um yeah. i would love either fourth fifth or sixth <laughs> that could change and i might not have a choice in the matter but if i exactly. did that would be <laughs> my preference oh that's lovely yeah jay where can people find you where can our listeners um find you online and maybe if you want to wrap up the episode and i suppose um if anyone wants to engage in any of the questions or polls down below like maybe you know i don't know jay what will we ask them um i guess maybe why they say if you're a teacher maybe why do you, are you fearful of or what maybe prevents you of teaching irish yeah um you know the challenges you might face in yeah. teaching irish um because the thing is like there's plenty of resources out there it's just you know knowing about them i feel like yeah. is, a, is an issue to a lot of people yeah um but yeah what other questions could we ask i think we'll just ask the one <laughs> just that one i don't yeah, think fair. there'd be enough space <laughs> okay i don't know how to, to it's okay myself, so. um, um jay where can listeners find you yeah so we'll get things well zed at the end um <laughs> so random um on instagram that's really it i don't have a mash store i don't have you know any other sociables but yeah just instagram quilica things where's that at the end um